Two Jewish merchants once set out to seek their fortunes in the vast areas of Russia. They were matzliach and became ever more successful than ever before. And that would have been just fine if not for the Yetzirah, the Kluginke, the one who comes to give not good advice. As the two merchants traveled far and wide, in cities and in Stetlach and in even remote villages, they found it very hard to keep kashrus. For weeks on end, they found no place where they could find a kosher meat meal. They were living on vegetables and bread and eggs. Slowly, but persistently, they began to reason with themselves that their health might suffer if they deprived themselves of whatever food they could get. Preferably kosher, of course, but if not available, they would have to take whatever they could get. Once they tried non-kosher meat, chas reluctantly at first, the next time it became more easy, and even easier, until they did not even feel guilty, and from there they were led to lower and lower places. Rachmana Litzlan. One day they came across a fine-looking house surrounded by beautiful lush gardens in a relaxing, scenic setting. They knocked on the door, hoping that it would be a kretschma. To their surprise, the merchants discovered that it was indeed a kretschma that was owned by a Jew. He invited them in and was most polite and hospitable. Yes, of course, he said. I have a room that you can sleep in, and I have plenty of food, too, if you don't mind eating non-kosher. The merchants answered, Well, we are Jews, but we don't care very much if the food is not kosher, as long as it tastes good. The Kretschma invited them in, and sat them down at a table, and then disappeared. A few minutes later, he returned with two muscular men, his two sons, with fierce looks on their faces. They locked the door, and they each brought out a long butcher's knife. The two frightened merchants saw that they had fallen into a trap. You fools, said the Kretschmer. Do you think that we got rich just from running this inn? Then he and his two sons pointed the knives at the two merchants, who fell to their knees and begged for mercy. But the Kretschmer and his sons ignored the tears and the pleading of the merchants. You will stay tonight, said the Kretschmer, and we will take care of you in the morning. They were taken upstairs and put into a room, and the door was locked firmly behind them. The next morning, the Kretschmer and his sons entered the merchant's room with the knives. The two merchants blood froze in their veins. They were convinced that their end had come. They begged, please give us one more day. We need to daven to Hashem for forgiveness. We've broken so many of his mitzvahs. We don't want to go back to Hashem until we've been able to show that we're sorry for all the things we did wrong in this world and we've done proper tshuva for all of those things. So the Kretschmer and his sons agreed. They locked the door and left. 
Inside the room, the merchants tearfully confessed to each other about how foolish and ungrateful they had been, and they deserved everything that was coming to them. Of what use was the money they had made? It had only hastened their death. The two merchants did not sleep a wink that night. They davened and thought long and hard about the mistakes they had made. As dawn was breaking, they both fell into a deep sleep, when suddenly they were awakened by the noise of the door being opened and the Kretschmer and his sons coming in with big smiles, saying, Good morning, Yidden, good morning. They had a tray with a samovar of hot water. They had brought cake and mashka and herring. The two merchants couldn't believe their eyes. Are these three friendly-looking men really the same people who were brandishing knives and seemed ready to cut our throats? The Kretschmer stood smiling at the two astonished merchants and said to them, My dear brothers, eat and drink, and when you are rested and ready, you may leave in peace. The two merchants were baffled. If you had no intention of killing us, said one, then why did you make us suffer for so long? I will tell you, answered the Kretschmer, and everything will become clear. I was once very poor, Lyalenu. I had a small Kretschmer, which I had rented. I barely made enough to live on. One day, some very important people arrived, amongst whom was one who had the appearance of a true tzaddik, with a long silver beard, and his broad forehead and deep expressive eyes made such an impression on me. I soon learned that this tzaddik was the Alter Rebbe of Lodi. You can be sure that I knew how to treat such special visitors. I gave them everything I had, and I afforded them every courtesy and all the respect I could. Before he left, the Alter Rebbe called me into his room and benched me with Hatzlacha in my business. And then he added, You will have a big kretschma. Many Jews will come and stay with you. If at some point two Jewish merchants will come to your inn, prepared to eat treif food, give them a very big scare until they do tshuva. This tzaddik has long since passed away, said the Kretschmer. I had forgotten about what he told me. Meanwhile, because of his bracha, I became very successful and wealthy, and I built this large Kretschmer. Many Jews stay here, but until now, none had ever come and asked me to serve them with tray food. When you appeared, I suddenly remembered what the Alter Rebbe had said. So I asked you if you would be willing to eat non-kosher, and you agreed. So I knew that you too are the ones that the Rabbi of Liodi had in mind. The Abishter has helped you, that in the merit of the Tzaddik, the Alter Rebbe, you have become true Balei Tshuva. Now you can go home with joyful hearts, for not only have you saved your lives and your wealth, but what is far more important, you have saved your souls. Thank you.